What's the buzz? Tell me what's happening. It's the springtime holiday edition of Name That News to all our loyal fans who might be celebrating Passover or Ramadan or Easter or making the pilgrimage to that most hallowed of springtime destinations, Cancun, we hope you're enjoying whatever time off you can scrounge up. And while you're resting and recharging those batteries, you want to keep your brain sharp. And what better way to do that than with a rousing episode of Name That News. My name is Mark Menard, and I'm just one of the bartenders that will be serving up a mixed drink of clips from the week that was, along with me, my co-host Zach Clark. And if you're new to the program, the conceit is very simple. Zach and I have gone through a week's worth of news, grabbed our favorite clips, and eliminated any semblance of context. We will play them for you and give you three choices, and you get to try and guess just what in the world they're talking about. In essence, name that news. Zach, how are you this week? Well, I got to tell you what, Mark, I am always on spring break mentally. So when it actually lines up physically, it's a good thing, except for you know, I'm here in Detroit, so not exactly Cancun, you know. But the synergy is there, and we appreciate it. Yes. We're going to get this thing rolling, and I'm going to start us off this week. We're going to head out to the West Coast, and that's going to be a little bit of a theme, as you're going to see a lot of California love on the show this week. Let's go to KNX in Los Angeles. Thanks to all the rain that we've had, we might soon start to see a lot more. Yes. I don't want to see it. So we know April showers bring May flowers in most places, but in California, what is that rain expected to bring more of? Is it A, mudslides, B, floods, or C, mosquitoes? Oh, man, Mark, nobody likes any of these things. And, I mean, certainly, you know, down south, the mosquitoes take on a life of their own. You know that better than anybody else. And we've got that problem here, too, in Detroit. You know, Mark, I got to say the mudslides and the floods kind of go hand in hand. And I remember visiting California and seeing houses on stilts. So I'm going to say mudslides. Actually, it is a mosquito boom that they are expecting. As you said, down here in the south, we know all about it. When you have a lot of standing water, then that is a mosquito farm waiting to happen. And then they're all going to burst free and have their way with you as they do. So, yes, it's mosquitoes that they're worried about right now in the City of Angels. My God. See, that was a nice curveball, Mark. You preyed on my sense of understanding a little tiny bit about California and then ran me with a trick question. Well done. And damn you. (laughs) Thank you. I will take all of that. Now it's your turn. What do you have for me? All right, Mark, we're going to stay out west. KCBS in San Francisco. Take a listen. Vandals damaged several pieces of artwork created by at a community garden in downtown Richmond this week. All right, Mark, who was the artist that was the victim of these vandals? Was it A, the famed Banksy? Was it B, elementary school children? Or C, the former governor of California, Arnold Schwarzenegger? Hmm. All right, so I have not ever seen any artwork from Arnold. Maybe murals of bodybuilding? I don't know what the artwork would entail. Or maybe... Maybe just some nice pictures of hedges. I don't know. Maybe he likes to calm down. I don't know. I don't know of him as a painter. I'm going to discard Arnold out of this question. So it's either Banksy or elementary school children. I feel like it's so much more nefarious if it's elementary school kids. And I feel like nefarious is where we go a lot on this show. So I'm going to say it was the kids. Yeah, Mark, unfortunately, you are correct. It was the artwork of a group of elementary school children. That was destroyed. And I'm with you when it comes to Arnold Schwarzenegger. I know like people like George Bush took up painting later on, but I've seen nothing that would show me that's what Arnold's doing. I just think he's smoking big cigars and hanging out. And you know what? He has earned that right. 
He entertained us all throughout our childhood. I know because you're around my age. And, and look, you run to the chopper enough times, you get to rest and relax in your old age. So we're heading back to the West Coast again and again to the City of Angels, Los Angeles and KNX with this clip. We start with the Reuters report about Tesla and workers from people's cars. What were the Tesla workers doing? Were they A, stealing money from the cars? Were they B, sharing photos from the cars? Or were they C, listening in on conversations in the cars? My God, is there a D, none of the above, please? <laughs> like, I mean, look. No, there is not. So look, the stealing money thing is bad. And it's violate. It, it feels very violating when you when you open your car, let's say, and you can tell somebody else has already been in there, and you're like, mm. but the other two, the sharing of the photos and listening and of conversations, these are things that everyday Americans really worry about. I'm guessing it's going to be one of the two of them. So I'm going to say listening in on conversations, kind of like the FBI agents doing right now in my little my little Zoom camera here. So I, I'm saying listening. Actually, it's B sharing photos. This was a report from Reuters, and they had the guy who did the report on at KNX, and he said that Teslas have cameras all around the cars because that's how they teach their AI to self-drive. And these cameras are on all the time, even when the car is off. And so they were receiving these photos, like a car parked in a garage, and the, uh, the washing machine is out there, and people taking their clothes off to throw them in the wash. Or there was one in particular where like a, a guy was nude walking up to his car. And they would share these photos with each other and make memes out of them to, like, make fun of these people. And that's where they ran into a problem. It wasn't that they were looking at They were supposed to look at them. They were data compilers. But then they started sharing them with each other. And that was a big no-no. So the lesson here is never approach your Tesla naked. I'm writing that down. I don't have a Tesla, but I'm still writing it down. Right. Right. Don't do, don't do anything in the nude where Elon Musk might be able to see you. That's a general rule for life. Well, that's horribly creepy. I don't know where to go from there, so we're just going to do this, Mark. We're going to stay out on the West Coast yet again. You said it. We're California loving today. I love it when I can bring the show to a screeching halt. You did. You did. You did. Before we get back to the West Coast, today's cliffhanger will come from the West Coast. But before we get there, this clip, Mark, is from WBBM in Chicago. Chicago police say that three men stole a d from a woman at gunpoint in the Chatham neighborhood last night. Detectives are looking for a gray SUV, possibly a Jeep, as the getaway car in the theft of a d All right, Mark. So what was stolen from this woman? Was it A, a puppy, B, a really expensive designer handbag, or C, all of her groceries, which these days cost an absolute fortune. That would be devastating. Losing all your groceries? Oh my God. That's like second mortgage territory when you have to replace all the groceries. I'm dreading hurricane season down here because if there's any sort of power outage and I lose the stuff in my fridge, I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't think it's the groceries. That seems a little extreme. And I know that we've had this rash of dog napping, like stealing people's expensive dogs, especially from celebrities. I think Lady Gaga had her dog stolen for him for a hot minute and they, and they found him. I'm going to say they stole her puppy. Mark, you're on a roll. They did steal her puppy, and it was a very expensive breed of dog. It was a cane corso. They end up being very large dogs. Uh, but this one was just a little guy, and he was taken and has not yet been found. They're still in Chicago looking for the dog napper. we got a real-life Cruella DeVille going on here. That is extremely sad, and now we've brought the show to a halt again because I don't know 
I don't know where to go from there. I guess we'll just go to last well, week. This one might be on me, though. I'm talking about kids getting their artwork ripped up and puppies getting stolen. I may be responsible for this. I said earlier that there's a lot of nefarious that goes on on this show, and you are bringing it this week. And so all we can do now is look back on last week and last week's cliffhanger question of the week. And, again, not a great situation, but probably better than dog napping and destroying kids' artwork. Let's take a listen and remind ourselves what the question was last week. A number of companies are pulling back on the option that from new numbers released from the labor department all right that's from kcbs in san francisco and what are companies providing workers with less of that was the question was it a bonuses b working from home or c weekend company barbecues remember i went on the record saying i hate company barbecues so i was hoping the answer was going to be c but I'm afraid the answer is going to be B. I'm just thinking of like, you know, we're coming out of COVID. People say it's been over for a long time. Some people say it's not over yet. However you want to look at it, the work from home thing is nowhere near as essential as it was. And so I'm assuming that bosses want to keep their tabs, keep tabs on their employees. So I'm saying they're cutting working from home. All right. Well, first, I want to apologize because I had already sent that company barbecue invite before you told me you hated them. So just disregard (laughs) it. You don't have to show up. It is working from home. We know that companies are very eager these days to get people back in the office, even though a lot of polls have shown and a lot of surveys have shown that it's more productive for a lot of people to work from home. Bosses love that micromanagement aspect of the of the job. And they, they want to make sure that they they can look over your shoulder whenever they want, I guess. I don't know. But, yeah, it's working from home is, is what they're trying to do away with. Yeah, it's too bad. But I got to say, I'm not totally surprised. And, Mark, as I promised, for this week's cliffhanger, we're going to stay out west. It's also from KCBS. But, in fact, the story is from much further west. Take a listen. Hawaii lawmakers are considering legislation that would require tourists to pay for a... So, Mark, what are Hawaiian legislators considering forcing tourists to buy? Is it A, a grass skirt and coconut bra? Makes sense. B, a full pig on a spit? Or C, a year-long state park pass? Wow, okay, that's something to mull about for the next week. Look, the trip to Hawaii is not the easiest one, not the cheapest one, but it's very fulfilling, I'm sure. But to buy a year-long pass... I mean, how many times are you really going to go, I guess, would be the question. And then uh, to buy a full pig on a spit, look, they shouldn't make you do that. You should do that already because that is delicious when you have a a pig on a spit. I'll say this, Mark. If we're talking about company barbecues, if they have a full pig on a spit, I'll go. That's it. Look, when I was in high school, one of my best friends, his mom was from Cuba. And every year they had a pig roast in the backyard. They dug a pit, put that pig out there. Mwah! Chef's kiss. It was amazing. So that is not a hardship. That is that is something that should be a requirement. I would be all for making you buy that full pig on a spit. Maybe that's what it is. We'll find out next week. We'll have to wait and see. I am going to be waiting with bated breath for the next seven days until we figure this out. But until then, that's how we do things here. Thanks for joining us. If you like what you heard, then please pound that subscribe button, bookmark us on your browser, set a reminder on your calendar, because we're going to be here every single week with another fresh new episode of Name That News.